0: Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. Your muscles are so vital for your health and survival. So let's not jeopardize them with too little amounts of protein in your dietary intake. Aim for 20 grams minimum at each main meal. Welcome back to another episode of the Menopause Coach Podcast. I am here in a solo episode for you this week and we are going into the world of post-menopause. Now I hear you, you have been in touch with me with so many different questions around post-menopause and I'm going to come across and and speak with you around a few of the main themes and titles that are coming up in these conversations. But I wanted to make this very relevant to you and show up this week for all my postmenopausal sisters who are asking for more on postmenopause knowledge and understanding. So I just want to dedicate this episode to all of my ladies, but in particular, my postmenopausal ladies. I hear you and I see you. You've been asking for this, so here it is. Now we have quite a lot of information, some truly amazing information out there and some truly awful information out there. I will always keep it black and white for you, no grey fluffiness in what we do here, And I think what tends to be the case with this information is the more that we find out in the kind of plethora of the internet space or across social media is a lot of people get very confused. What is real? What is not? You know, when it's that whole myth or fact, busting piece. So what I want to do with this episode is I want to walk through the evidenced based stuff. Yeah, I love all of this. I want to share with you From my point of view, I'm going to share with you the evidence-based point of view, and I'm going to share with you what has come up that we inside Adele Johnston Coaching Limited have put in place for our own ladies. So I am actually going to share with you some of the steps that we take and that we walk through with our own ladies, and I'm hoping that this just gives you a bit more insight into the whole black and white piece of it. Of this is what is true. This is what is real, and you know we can just yeah, I mean, read the stuff, listen to the things, but just being very, very aware that there is going to be a lot of bogus information out there. So without further ado, let's jump in to this episode. And with this in mind, just bearing in mind, yeah, that when we think about postmenopause, and I will explain this and, and that stage in a moment for those of you that are maybe listening to this just to gain some insight and information, then I will share what this is as well. But post-menopause, dedicating this episode to all those badass sassy ladies out there. I see you. And don't worry if you are not feeling very badass or sassy today. I invite you to grab a moment after this episode and reframe that to capture something truly awesome that you have achieved or that you have done lately. And celebrate yourself for being a badass. Okay? You also have some truly powerful interventions that I can take you through if you wish. You just have to reach out and ask. So, if you're not feeling very sassy or very badass right now, I encourage you to dig deep inside to see well, what is it that you have done recently that you feel very proud of yourself for that makes you a badass? So, when we speak about menopause, we're all clear on the stages of menopause, right? We have our pre-menopause years where we're at our most fertile around our late teens into our 20s and 30s. And then perimenopause is the next stage and we have lots of changes to our hormones in this stage that result in lowering estradiol, progesterone and for many ladies testosterone, And that can bring with it an array of symptoms that can last up to around 10 years for some ladies. Now, after this stage, we have our menopause, which is one day. Okay, that's 12 consecutive months of no menstruation, bleeding, no periods, plus one day. And that one day is our menopause day then we are in post-menopause for the rest of our powerful life. So we have pre-menopause, perimenopause, menopause and post-menopause with this episode being more dedicated to post-menopause. In this stage of a woman's life following menopause and during this time, you may notice that those troublesome symptoms that you were facing, such as those vasomotor symptoms like flushing or sweats, start to gradually decrease. Hallelujah, right? I hear you. <laughs> and it's such a bonus. So we celebrate that. But what we need to be aware of with this is that your body now has an all-time low lower, pretty much gone level of estradiol in particular, and carries some considerations for health and happiness and and even quality of life for us ladies. And there are a number of these that fall inside the increased risk zone. Um, And they include greater risk of osteoporosis, greater risk of heart conditions, and also disease within the heart. But we also, as we research more and more on the brain, we're finding how vital estrogen, and in particular that estradiol that we lose during our perimenopause, how effective and vital this is for our brain functionality and happiness as well. And for many women, it can affect mental health and cognitive function. Um, forevermore, really. So we want to be able to look at, well, what do we know is the function of estrogen? Estrogen, same thing, right? I'm covering my American ladies. And estradiol in particular, that queen bee hormone that really bottom lines out along with our progesterone once we are postmenopausal. But again, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you're going to be fully, fully aware that estradiol in particular, is, again, is so responsible for hundreds of beautiful, healthy functions in our female bodies. So we fully understand that as that bottom lines out or as that massively decreases during that perimenopause stage we will have a lot of symptoms. The body will absolutely react and respond to that in many different ways for many different women. But once we hit that postmenopausal stage, the risks do increase and I'm not here, okay, and I wanna be super clear with this, I'm not here inside this episode to bring you all the, here's all the risks we face and everything's doom and gloom and oh my God, we're all gonna die. We all will die eventually. Okay, this is it. Every day we wake up, we are grateful for that life currency. We give so much blessing and gratitude that it's another day our eyes have opened and that we are breathing and mobile. But yes, every single day we wake in, we are a step closer to that being our last. So, yes, we get clear on that, but I'm not here to bring you an anxiety-driven episode so important that we come at this from a very beautiful, compassionate and loving space and that I deliver to you the message that yes, postmenopause does carry risks with it, but guess what? There's so much you can do to reduce those risks. Yeah, risk mitigation. That is what we are here for. So, Yes, we can face the risks, and I want this episode to be all about you and how you get to understand this stage of our lives better, and then be informed of the choices and how you get to choose to lead your postmenopausal years in life. Okay, And a positive in this post-menopausal phase is that we tend to find we can regain some of our energy back. And this can be down to many factors, but as we learn more and more about the brain and menopause... We understand more about how the lowering of our hormones has such a blast of an impact, like a bolt out the blue for many women on our brain and the brain's ability to function optimally. Now, we can feel like during our perimenopause stage that we're just a shell of who we once were. We forget things and emotionality wise, you know, we we do feel a bit unstable. And this isn't a fault of yours or anything you have or have not done. Okay, that's so important to get across here. Your body is going through changes, endocrine system changes, and it's down to the impacts on those lowering hormones on our brain and the brain's ability to function optimally. So, what this shows in MRI brain scans, so interesting, is that we and actually I have this available on my Instagram page if anyone's interested in seeing the scans. Um, they are available through I'm just trying to think how far back if you scroll back quite a bit you'll find them but if you're finding it difficult to get them just DM me and ask for a copy of them but basically this shows us the premenopause brain and the activity being bright and supercharged yeah it's like wow we're, we're totally sharp and functioning and then in our perimenopause brain there's a rapid decline in the cognitive function but the good news is the menopause and postmenopause brain scans show us that the brain does recover a bit from the perimenopause brain stage, albeit it never gets back to the same sharpness or functionality as our pre-menopause brain, but it does show brighter matter and neural pathways mending themselves and creating new pathways, which is hugely encouraging. So if you want to see a copy of that scan, just reach out and let me know and I can send you that over. There's so much research that's going on in this space now, which is really encouraging because we haven't had it before, but we are still in the infancy of it. It's the early first few years of this and the more that we get the research coming through, the more we're finding, but more research is needed And we are getting more funding for it now, in particular with the latest development with neuroscientist Dr Lisa Moscone. She's researching the effects of lowering oestrogen on the female brain and the link that that has to brain degenerative disease such as Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, So I'm going to keep you updated on the developments with that and I will do another episode dedicated to the menopause brain when we have some really Good strong evidence that shows the progression of that research, but we are going to be a while away from really getting that solid information but I will make sure that I do an episode dedicated on the brain. I do feel like we need to have an expert coming in on that so guess what we are working on it. We are in the background, we are sourcing the right people and we are having the conversations to get them booked in. So let's pop a pin in that one and I promise I will bring that episode to you in the future. So some of the questions that I've been asked by many of you regarding post-menopause are insightful. So I want to cover a few of these topic areas with you. And one in particular is around Adele, I'm through it now. I'm no longer affected by the symptoms. So menopause isn't my thing anymore. Okay, there's a lot of misconception that it's just a part of life that you kind of pass through. I've even got some ladies that will say I've skipped it. I haven't gone through it. We don't ever skip it. Nobody ever female. So if you're born female with female reproductive organs, you will go through your menopause. It's just some women don't experience it as drastically as others. You may not have even recognised that some of the ailments and symptoms that you have experienced have been menopause related and therefore have not connected it. So we do hear this a lot, but my response is amazing. Yes, and absolutely, if you're not bleeding any longer and you haven't done so for over a year now, then yes, you're postmenopausal. And we must, okay, must with capital letters, ensure your health and lifestyle focus is laminated as daily habits that are non-negotiable. Okay, that laminated list of daily habits. And if you don't already have the following in place and ticked off daily, then I encourage you to really, 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 in capital letters, get on top of this. So grab a pen and paper if you can right now, as this is important, you're going to want to take notes. I really encourage you to think this through and I really encourage you to look at where are you potentially falling back on some of these areas so that you can be more informed and really lead a, a healthy, happy Post-menopause stage of the rest of your life. So number one, I'm going to break these down into the steps and pillars of the reclamation formula, okay, and share these from a place and space of proven outcomes. Okay, this has already helped thousands of women around the world. This is exactly what my team and I use inside Adele Johnston Coaching Limited for our own one-to-one support with our ladies. So number one is nutrition, Okay, nutrition, yes, I get it. You're like, God, I've heard this time and time again. What do we want to cover in here? Well, the main thing is nutrition is vital to our survival, but it's also vital to our optimal health and happiness. So protein is queen for you at any stage of your female life. Okay, really, really vital, but even more so in our postmenopausal years. Okay, protein is queen for you. And this is because of what's called muscle protein synthesis, which is a process that happens whenever we are doing any type of resistance or weight-bearing exercise, or we're living our day-to-day life, what we need to be mindful of is that when we enter into menopause and particularly post-menopause, where you are right now, you are at greater risk of your muscle mass decreasing, and it will decrease with age anyway. Okay, you are going to notice that when you look at elderly people, you are going to notice that their muscle mass has decreased a lot. And this can affect your mobility, it can affect your ability to even sit or stand straight. And we certainly don't want that impacting you, where we can avoid or reduce. Okay, this is not about complete avoidance for some people, it will just be about reducing the risk. So with that muscle protein synthesis, what this is basically doing is where you are eating enough protein for your body to then repair the muscle fibers and at a cellular level inside your body, you are then helping your body repair and grow or at least minimally sustain what you already have. So this is about maintaining And where we can, growing new. Okay, this is important. So as we age, we do lose muscle mass and this can lead to all kinds of mobility problems. Your muscles are so vital for your health and survival. So let's not jeopardize them with too little amounts of protein in your dietary intake. Aim for 20 grams minimum at each main meal and try to get a solid 80 to 90 grams over the course of your day. Now, this is super easy when you know how, so please don't think, oh my God, like I don't even know what I'm eating right now. I can guarantee you that if you are not someone who is already aware of this, you've not done any work with anybody that can guide you through this, and you're not familiar with what foods contain protein, I'm gonna go out on a massive assumption based on (laughs) the knowledge that I hold from having worked with and currently working with so many women around the world they all come to me and 9 out of 10 will be massively under the amount of protein intake that we need in the day. Okay, that 1 out of 10 will already have known this and will already be smack bang right on point with what the lady is bringing in, with what you are eating. So being aware of this is super important because if you are under consuming protein over any length of time, you are jeopardizing your muscle mass, your muscle health and also Protein is huge. You are one big walking protein, ladies. You need this. Protein contains amino acids in it. And these are the essential building blocks for your body's health. So we want to make sure that this is not just about muscle and not just about mobility, but it's actually about your overall health and your body's happiness. So aim for 20 grams each main meal across the day, 80 to 90 grams daily through your snacks as well. Now, this is super easy to do when you know how. Okay, never be stuck, you're just one message away from my team and I and we have so many easy ways of doing this. Okay, so you're just needing to reach out and ask. I also want you to consider within nutrition, in this pillar, 30 different plant-based foods each week. Now again, don't panic with this, it's easy when you know the simplicity of it. Plant-based foods include fruit, roots, and veggies, nuts, seeds, herbs, spices, legumes. So a little planning goes a long, long way. A beautifully balanced breakfast, for example, may be a 5% Greek yogurt. I particularly love the Faye one, Um, F-A-G-E, as it's written, other brands are available. With fresh berries, I also love to pop on a sprinkling of mixed seeds and a little drizzle of honey. I have a sweet tooth and I never apologise for it. For all you non-vegan ladies, obviously, (laughs) which gives you protein in the yogurt and normally two nice heaped scoops out of the yogurt pot will give you 20 grams of protein. So we have ticked our breakfast box. Beautiful antioxidants and hitting that portion of fruit in your berries. So a nice handful of blueberries is my go-to choice and the fats are in your seeds. So healthy fats in your seeds. And then you have those carbohydrates in your honey. So this is a nice, well-balanced meal. And it's one that I absolutely love. It's easy and it's super efficient and effective. So there's just a little insider share for you. No low fat. Oh my goodness. The amount of ladies I speak to that are low-fat everything, we need healthy fats in our diets, ladies, for our endocrine system to function effectively. That's the part of the body that makes our hormones, okay? basically. And it's powerful and it's beautiful and it deserves your healthy fat intake. Fats are essential for this to function. Fats are essential for us to survive. And not only that, but our heart, brain, and our entire body requires these fats. So let's not cut the fats, let's not go low fat, let's make sure that we are eating good, healthy sources of fats throughout our day, throughout our week. Okay, super important. Eating fat does not make you fat, that is massively important to know. If we move into step 2, which is lifestyle, so we've covered step 1 which was nutrition, we looked at protein, we looked at plant-based foods, 30 different, and we looked at no low fat. Within point number 2, lifestyle. We want to make sure that you are bringing weight-bearing exercise or resistance exercise Into your day, okay, into your week as a minimum. This is so important and I can't stress that enough. Aim for two to three times minimum. I really encourage my one-to-one ladies to be doing three to four times a week, but this isn't all about getting into a gym environment. I know many ladies don't enjoy that setting, so get creative with your resistance movement sessions and maybe take a walk with weights. You get nice options for this that you can strap to your ankles and wrists, okay, if you're fit and well, and you can do that without experiencing any aches or pains. And you can take a backpack to maybe do a mini food shop or grocery shop for all my American ladies listening in. Give yourself a weighted walk with additional kilograms on your back, again, if you're fit and well and can do that. So resistance movement is more than just a gym setting. It's more than just getting in the gym, okay? Obviously for me, I love a gym environment. It has everything that I want and need under one roof and I can get a good 30 to 40 minute workout down the hatch and know that that box is ticked. It's my environment and zone of release. I love getting in there, popping on some hardcore evanescence and blasting out my workout. I feel powerful and I always leave like feeling like I'm Wonder Woman. It's like, yes, total badass taking on the world. And we get to feel that way. Um, so I want to share a bit of a story about this, actually, because my recent trip into the gym, I struggled a lot during my perimenopause to train. As we get into postmenopause, we will find it a lot more um, accepting of ourselves to do these things, okay? So when I went into the gym recently, I actually decided to run a body scan, okay? I wanted to understand where my bone density and my muscle mass volume were sitting. I didn't do this to see my body fat, I didn't do this to know my weight but I wanted to see where everything was sitting. Now, these things are never 100% accurate. If you want to understand where everything is sitting for your bone density, then you are better getting a full DEXA scan. However, I thought, right, this gives me a really good little bit of a high level insight into where things are, and I was really absolutely shocked and upset with what I seen. Now I know myself that with my own testosterone levels being so low for so many years that it was harder for me to build muscle. Now, the results were not upsetting because they showed anything alarming or um, you know health risk. The results were upsetting because they showed everything as being very healthy and normal, but what it made me realize was had I not been resistance training as I had been, now, for those of you that are not familiar with this, I actually carry a double Scottish championship title for bodybuilding. I know it sounds crazy, right? To look at me, you'd be like, how Adele? Well, it was entry level. It was bikini level. And i done two seasons back to back and got double Scottish gold. Now, the whole point that I'm making with all of this is I trained hard. Six days a week in the gym. There was multiple sessions And I did not grow muscle very easily on the androgen rich muscle groups, which are our quad muscles on our legs. Those are the big muscles that sit at the front and my deltoid muscles, which are the ones on our shoulders. Yeah, I've got very, very small shoulders. And what this made me realise was, had I not been training to bodybuilder degree level for these competitions, where would my health be right now? And that scared me. Because I know that there are so many ladies like you out there right now that don't do any weight bearing exercise, and actually, you're at such greater risk of your bone mineral density degrading and your muscle volume and mass dropping and declining. And I don't want that for you. I want you to live your life to your best mobility and capability and enjoy it. So, Yes, I'm grateful, blessed and thankful that everything is healthy and normal. A bit of work to do because the muscle volume in my body was sitting a bit lower on the upper half. So this gives me focus on where I need to focus for my own health journey. So I wanted to share that story with you because I think it's so important that we get to do this for ourselves. And as we risk the aging process with muscle loss, the impacts of postmenopausal impacts on our skeletal health and our muscle health, this helps us to reduce this risk. So really important that we understand that resistance training and resistance movement is vital. Steps for health. I would love to invite you to consider that every single day you need a 30 minute movement. Okay, if you can't get out walking to do your steps for health, then having something like a stationary bike at home that you can jump on instead. I have many of my one-to-one business women who are super busy. Okay, I totally hear you. So we look at creative ways to build in movement alongside those busy days. And one such way that I have developed for myself was to get a stationary bike that had an iPad holder. I actually use it for my laptop and I'll catch up on learning and webinars that I am using to keep my own learning going. And sometimes we just need to step up and step forward and get creative with it rather than try to get the perfect conditions and settings to do it in. Plan it out and stick to it. 30 minutes of movement every day. And if you're someone who easily talks your way out of movement or you procrastinate it, make it a first thing in the morning non-negotiable and start your day with it. This changed one of my client's approaches and she went from excuses. Okay, that's what they are. We're not fluffing this up to nailing it most mornings without excuses stealing her progress. She's now two and a half stone lighter, healthier and happier. So this works. It's the only thing we changed. Number three. So we've covered nutrition and we've covered lifestyle. Number three is mind. Your mindset is everything. And if you're experiencing aches and pains, it can be so hard to see past them. Well, it can feel. I feel like for a lot of you ladies, it can feel so frightening to even consider weight training. Okay, if we think about that, when you've got back problems or pains. So I want to share a story with you about another one of my one-to-one ladies. Now she joined for support with her health. She advised me at her onboarding that she suffered with long-term back problems. She'd always had done and was limited with what she could do. So we took it very, very gently, very slowly and very steadily together until she was confident to keep moving forward. She now weight trains four times per week has gained so much confidence, eradicated her back pain Okay, as we not only strengthened her core muscle groups, but bigger than that, we worked on her mindset. And the sheer fact that your brain controls your body and the functionality of it, it's a no-brainer, excuse the pun, that this was the outcome for her. Okay, I knew it. She didn't at the time, but she does now. And that's why mindset work every day is another daily habit and a non-negotiable you must adopt in your life and in post-menopause for a happy, healthy, mobile body. So ask yourself right now, what am I doing for my mindset each day? There's a reason that this formula works every time. There's a reason it's taken me years to perfect and develop it out. And there's a reason I'm sharing all of this with you today. I want you to lead a happy, healthy, powerful, sassy life in this stage of your life and journey in menopause, okay, because we have this added disadvantage that you are now in an all-time low level of hormones, okay, and if you haven't been topping those hormones up with HRT, it's all choice, okay, it's not an area I'm covering today, then you must, must, must be addressing these three areas of nutrition, lifestyle, and mind. This isn't about living forever, This is about being able to live your life and not just exist in it. And if you're to exist inside a body that cannot move, it's not healthy, it's not happy with a mind and a brain that equally are not healthy, are not happy, you're not living your life. Your life currency in listening to this episode today is so respected. I value you and I'm grateful that you've taken the time, your life currency, to be present here with me today. So thank you. And my biggest wish for you in hearing this is that you are now clearer on what you need to be doing to support your body and self in post-menopause. If you're a woman listening to this today and like me, you like to cut through all the fluff and get straight to the results, I make no apology for being that person. I do like instant gratification, who doesn't? And I do like to see results for the effort that I put into things. But I say this, that it's my superpower to be that way. So if you are like me and you're this person you like to get the formula that works, I am making an invitation for you to come and book a free 30-minute consultation call with me so we can discuss your support steps together. I currently have, at the time of recording this, two one-to-one support spaces available to work directly with me. Take fast action today and click the link in the show notes to book that call but please only book in if you are ready to receive support one-to-one. I respect your life currency vastly and deeply, so please do respect mine as I give a lot in these sessions and even more in that one-to-one support. So if you feel that you are ready to take the next step into understanding more, into going deeper inside the reclamation formula with me as your one-to-one support coach in your journey, then I am here and I am making this invitation for you to book that session. It goes without saying, I am blessed to always have a weekly episode to come and chat with you. I'm super blessed that you show up and listen to these episodes and equally super blessed that you leave your reviews and share the episodes with others. It really helps us to reach women all around the world when you can share just one episode with one other woman in your life. So if you know a lady who is post-menopausal or someone who you think, wow, this episode has been really insightful, I think you're going to love this, then please do forward it on to them and make sure that they are subscribed. All of our subscribers get early access to the episodes. I love having you here. I am thankful. I am super blessed that you are always showing up. I just say blessed a lot, don't I? Yeah, grateful, very grateful. And until our next episode, I wish you all the very best of health, wealth and success in your week. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing. To help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.